I mean, last couple of years, horror has been doing well, but um, yeah, uh, I think. I mean, it big helps. Franchise, it, isn't it? it probably helps. Yeah, big franchise. The name, it's the name, isn't it? And I think it helps to bring it back to the name rather than let's try and be a bit quirky and do something. We'll call it Jigsaw, and then mm. was it Spiral from the Book of Saw? Like that. That's a yeah. very tropey thing. Like just. Yeah, yeah keep it keep keep it to what people know and like you know it's not gonna i, th- I think they're quite they, they were very successful i think budget wise uh, uh box office wise um obviously you know they got one out nearly every every year didn't they so yeah i mean because maybe because it's a prequel of sorts as well that's that'll be helping just because it's going you know what i mean it's not like another convoluted reason as to why this is happening again or whatever it's it's bringing it back to sort of earlier in the story, oh, no, earlier in the saga. Prequel. It's a it's a sequel prequel. Well, whatever. Oh it is. my you god! It's I mean. so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> oh, the um, DLC for it. It is. It is. The horse armor will come next. Um, so no, the next Saw film will be Saw Eleven, but it will be set between Saw four and five or something. They're filling in all the gaps. They're filling in the gaps. Yeah. Yeah, they're, do- yeah, yeah. they're Star Wars in it. The point fives. That's they are it, yeah. they are Star Wars in it, like how Rogue One was filling in the gap. Yeah. Oh. Did you I'm see the Star Wars? I'm oh, so over it. Over I, it for yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I always say, Star Wars creatively bankrupt, fully uh, yeah. creatively bankrupt. It is the case. I tried. Of... I tried the Obi Wan show, and I tried the Boba Fett one, and it's just like. It's a case of remember this. Do you do you remember this character? Do you, do you remember? I I remember this. Do, do you remember lightsabers? I remember well, lightsabers. It. Another ten years will have everybody like from the fucking smallest droid on the Death Star down to the their backstories. Whoever from the cantina, just like absolutely everybody will have a series or a spinoff. It's just oh, it's catchy. It is catchy. Um. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. I mean, to be fair, a lot of a lot of horror franchises go that way as well. We talk about mm. Saw, but creatively bankrupt. You look at Halloween. Have you seen the news about Halloween? No. You you, you know obviously how the the latest trilogy was meant to be the end. Uh-huh. It's the end of Michael. Uh, okay. Oh no, the rights are now up in the air. Uh, yeah, they're they're on the, the the auction house table, ready to be sold again instantly for new content either looking at a24 or miramax but what it's very i think it's speculation i might be i might be wrong it might be rumors or speculation uh-huh. that whoever I, I think it wants to go back to what halloween 3 onwards was going to be you know different installments different oh, okay and i hope okay. that's the way but the problem is much like we talked about the name with saw people know the name people know that's michael myers they go to halloween is... you see it fucking michael yeah. myers I mean, that's exactly why they abandoned Halloween 3, the concept of what Halloween 3 was going to be with... Exactly. You know, it being an anthology thing under under the title. So, yeah, I mean, it, that was confusing enough after two films with Michael Myers, so yeah. they can't do that now. Call it something else. Call You know what I mean? The day, the, day, the day after Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is... There isn't, like, a boxing day for Halloween, is there? Uh no, it's just November first. Just November first, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Is okay. 
is November 1st our holiday let's have a look I mean I don't uh, think it's like it's obviously like a public holiday but whether it's got like some random saint feast day attached to it or something it's national cinnamon day cinnamon day. okay <laughs> okay I'll go with that well, it's all, no, well hang on a minute it's it's ha it's uh, All Hallows Day, isn't it? Because isn't Halloween All Hallows Eve? Of course. Of course, yes. First of November. Wow. This is a so solid horror So it's the Eve podcast. of the West. Yeah, it's, it's All Saints Day, isn't it? It's uh, Halloween is... Yeah, All Hallows Eve, and then it's All Saints Day. Thank God you're here for confirming a horror-based fact. There we go. <laughs> so they could call it All Hallows Day <laughs> or All Saints Day. Oh, spooky. <laughs> uh, well, on that bombshell of a fact, um, I guess it's welcome back to the Dreadcast, folks. Um, episode 56. Six. 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 If you'd, if you'd have given me a chance to say it, God. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Episode 56. Yes. Welcome Annie, back. Annie Welcome back, everyone. My name is Tom. Lovely co host Aiden over there. Um, we're back on form. We're back on schedule with today's episode um, in our Monsters Universal series. Yay. Which, um, looking forward to talking about this one, actually. Quite looking forward yes. to it. And regardless, it seems it, like it's a long time since we did a monster, a I was... Universal monster. It feels like ages ago we did. I was thinking um, that, yeah. Monday. And even though we were, we were planning to do it once a month, which is like what, every four weeks, we had the break in September. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it would have been, what, we're talking maybe nearly a month and a half? Yeah, the, yeah, mum, the mummy, feels, like mummy feels a lifetime ago. Mm -hmm. um, but I still instantly now could say this was better. But I'll, we'll get into that in a minute. We'll get into that in a bit. Um, and this is better and will be a more positive talk than last week's episode. With that, the the best Texas Chains, the, <laughs> the best Look, Texas okay. Chainsaw Massacre movie. Uh, it's better than Netflix's installment, and I changed my opinion on three being better than four. Okay, it's also better than Leatherface. By the way, um, seems we're, we'll get into the preamble. We'll get our Texas Chainsaw. We've already got it. We've already yeah, got it out of the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ha, ha, you said you were going through them actually yeah we haven't we got chat. i think four put a spanner in the works <laughs> for our enthusiasm because <laughs> we uh I no we did that. we no we, we we did watch uh we watched the um the the remake ah, um, yes, and that yes. and that is where we've stalled again because we've just we just haven't uh we just haven't really had time to sit and watch movies just lately so yeah that's fair that's fair. we are behind a little bit um so you yeah you've got um you've got the beginning next mm. whenever you get around to it yeah that was it and then chainsaw 3D Leatherface and then whatever yeah, yeah. Netflix yeah but, Netflix um, yeah I still I would still always say Leatherface the second attempt at a prequel is the worst instalment out of the franchise so uh, look forward to that um yeah uh yeah so. 
episode 56 uh welcome everyone out there in internet land um i do apologize i keep forgetting that we recorded a thanksgiving trailer breakdown uh it's still sitting in my oh god uh, i forgot we're doing yeah well. i i, I I'll, I'll i'll get it edited before thanksgiving at least i mean get... you know you've got plenty of time got Matt, that was a god, mess we really recording. are fantastically well organized don't we <laughs> that was a that was a mess that recording anyway but i'll um i'll get it up it'll be up soon i promise probably actually around the time this comes out or just after so stay tuned for that um uh but yes a couple of things to just get into before we get into today's feature film being uh entry number four in monsters universal the invisible man 1933 um i tried to look for the crimes wine 19 crimes 11 crime was it 19 oh yeah the 19 crimes wine that is nope not happening that is not, not fine no, you no, you cannot get that anywhere in england the, the specifically the horror one the horror one yeah 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 um yeah i i, I mean if oh, anyone out there shit. listens and has any sources or uh you know a little backstreet dealer of this wine uh please hit us up um i will travel let's say maximum of five miles to get it uh maybe six but uh, hit us up in the um <laughs> mailbag and let us know if we can get it you having a look yourself there, sir? I'm um, um, just, I, I'm just having another Google about it. Yeah, I mean, Sainsbury's have one called 19 Crimes: The Uprising, which has a spooky skeleton on the label. It's not quite the same as the the Dracula one, but it is a, I guess a, a vaguely horror related edition. But what it's is? not the, it's not does the Dracula it, ones. Does it glow in the dark? Like the it Dracula? Does. Oh, well, then does, there we go. It does glow in the dark. I generally, so did, yeah. I genuinely was trying to get it for today's episode. I wanted to be, I wanted to do a taste test on the episode. Oh, I mean, that would have been good. I, to be honest, I completely forgot all about it. So, I've been absolutely scatterbrained it's, just lately. It's been 83 years. Oh, my days. That, it feels like it. That um, uh, is actually a uh, reference to today's episode. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um, oh, sorry, so, eighty-four so years. Sorry, it. sorry, folks. I got years. I got my meme wrong. Um, eighty-four years. Anyway, uh, yes, I don't think that wine is available. But yeah, if anyone has any idea, uh, hit us up. Um, you mm. still, still you can get it look. from their website for eighteen dollars, apparently, but it doesn't say anything about any UK. But yeah, um, it'd be cool to find it. Maybe we might get it a little later, um, or a little closer to Halloween, perhaps. At um, one point on this podcast, we will drink horror wine. We will drink horror wine. We will drink, and it will be amazing. And everyone will have a good time. Yeah. It will be. There um, should be more horror-related booze. There should be, really, shouldn't there? Yeah, I, I feel like that's a little a little niche in the market. What about horror-related... Horror horror, horror, specifically, horror movie-related alcohol puns oh yeah there we go have a think on that for next time maybe oh well there's your homework i want <laughs> this is oh God, now i'm thinking more old tv shows there was an old sketch show called uh big train with simon Pegg. oh yeah yeah i know I remember big train and he was um a uh it was one sketch where he was a radio dj and he was running out of puns 
went down to the basement with a baseball bat. He's got all these kids on typewriters. So I want, <laughs> I want more Batman puns. I want them now, now. <laughs> right, I want, I want five horror movie alcohol puns next week, sir. I want five. five. I want five. I'll do my best. Mm. I'll do my best. I'll make a note of it. Hey, can you just in, can you just divulge me for a second so I got the word right again? <laughs> Bloody hot in it. Hang on. better yeah much better yeah good yeah okay. much better <laughs> so um what's been happening in the world of horror tom do we have any news do you have any news um i mean just a little bit i mean just just a little bit of news uh depends what screen you're personally looking at but i, I mean i know what screen i'm looking at um, as he just looks around, um, he's, he, folks, he still has no idea. He has no clue. He has no clue I've... what's going on right now. <laughs> I had... <laughs> Excellent. Oh. You've been to Primark. <laughs> Sorry. I do have a, I do have another window open. I can just see you. I can see you from the chin up, but not from the chin down. There we go. Let me move the mic. <laughs> oh, look at that. Isn't that beautiful? That is a thing of beauty. And look what's on the yeah. arm. Look at. Hang on. Um, I can, it's a claw. Isn't that exciting? That is. Isn't that scary, folks? That is brilliant. Um, could, for the audio listeners, would you mind explaining what's going on? Um, well, if you remember a couple of episodes back, was it? A, I feel like it was a couple of episodes back. We discussed Primark's latest. Um, <laughs> collaboration. Tom is uh, throwing some some modeling pauses out now he's been to primark and he's gone only gone and got himself a freddy versus jason hoodie is it a hoodie or is it just a sweatshirt i can see the primark bag <laughs> in the corner of the room now yeah this is just a uh sweater for you uh, it's just american sweater. folks out yeah. there. um just a jumper on, uh oh i thought i thought there was something on the back it's just the arm. there is nothing on the back no it's um yeah it it's, looks quite it's, co looks quite cozy uh, <laughs> it's Primark, isn't it? Uh, it's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's something. Uh for one thing, the tag is still on because I am very poor and it will be returned. It was just bought <laughs> it was bought for the bit. It was just bought for the bit. So um Oh, excellent. Even yeah. better. Yeah. I mean it's probably yeah, it probably wouldn't last more than a couple of washes anyway, Primark stuff. Do you know I've yeah, been, I did, I've been I holding off in the wild. I've been holding. I bought this Tuesday, and I've been holding off messaging you. I, oh, look what I got! Look what I got! I had to save it. Very good, very good. I did see them in the wild, and I was I was less than impressed. I must admit, when yeah, I first horrendous. when I first heard about them, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. I'll go and have a look." But uh, if only they'd have done Valentine. <laughs> just just click click just click buy on your amazon cart man just do it just commit and you'll, you'll be fine yeah i will i will it, one of these days i just want to know the backstory behind this why this I exists mean, this confuses me more than the greg's crossover yeah <laughs> i mean that's a that's a uh, a cheesy british you know yeah everyone knows greg's apart from when you're american and there's a tiktok that said go to gr eggs um <laughs> but yeah everyone knows greg's but freddie versus J a 20 year old 
yeah uh, not great horror movie i mean that's it it's not even like it's a cult class well is it a cult classic it's not it wasn't it it wasn't doing numbers was it let's be honest no was, no, no no i mean i've got a bit of soft spot for it i like it but it's not it, it was the last movie you'd expect to see yeah no propping up yeah um and i i'm trying to i'm trying to think do you reckon they've got a big market for these? Do you think they're selling a lot? No. No, I don't think... I, <laughs> no. I, I don't think so. I mean, you're the only person today that I know that has bought one. I yeah. probably do know more people that own some of the Greg's merch. Yes, than, same. Than, uh, yeah. Especially the socks. I, mean, I think I've seen people owning the Greg's socks and yeah. things like that. Um, this I will be uh, taking a nice little modeling picture. This will be up on the Instagram and Twitter, which is at the underscore dreadcast, where you can see this this fly style that I am modeling right now, my Freddy vs. Jason <laughs> Frymark hoodie. Uh, so do go check the those social medias out. Got those social medias out the way. That's done. Good out the way. Um, that's nice, nice. Yeah, no, that's about my horror news at the moment. I did see some bits popping up about Exorcist Believer, like some new images and news, but I'm really trying to steer clear because... Yeah, same. I've not looked. Um, it's not one I've been that hyped about, and I want to go into it blind to really get mm. an honest impression about it rather than reading yeah, it disappointing myself. I think that's fair. I think that's fair, and I'm kind of... Yeah, I'm pretty much with you on that. No, I don't have much either, but... Um, Arrow video did oh, yeah. a little teaser the other day. I don't know if you saw this on yeah. Twitter. Um, they the little, the posted they posted some little legs. That's yeah. exactly what they did. Um, and yes, new announcements are coming. So join us. Uh, oh, the announcement's going to be tomorrow, um, September 29th. Um, as we're recording on the Thursday, so yeah, tomorrow, uh, yeah, uh, three p.m. BST, seven a.m. PT, ten a.m. ET. Uh, for our December new title reveals, but yes, there is a little, there is a shot of some little legs. Um, it's almost certainly Chucky. Um, yeah, it's got to be. So there's going to be a new. Uh, that's a really grainy footage. Really yeah, grainy. I I do hope whatever they will. I I assume it's going to be like a four K release or collector's edition. Um, but uh, God, I hope it's good because apparently the Psycho one mm. isn't that they've 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 added some things to it, and it I've seen some screenshots, and it doesn't look well done. If uh, right, right. I, I don't have to, I know that doesn't sound very descriptive, but it doesn't sound doesn't seem as high quality of a, of a production as a of a restoration as I would have imagined. No, okay. Um, but that is just from screenshots and people on the interwebs. So, um, I'm on I, the Arrow website now. It doesn't look too bad. Hmm. I quite like the artwork for it. Is that for the Psycho one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's on my list. Um, I want to get it eventually. There's a lot more popping up. Like, there's an there's another Return of the Living Dead coming soon from Arrow as well, I believe. <laughs> um, we've got the Exorcist 50th anniversary that comes out soon. 
yeah. is out. Um, yeah, they're really popping off with a lot of 4K restorations in horror. Mm-hmm. Um, really nice for collection purposes. Um, yeah, well, and I guess a bunch of uh, new announcements. It does, it does say announcements plural. So, mm. although the teaser shot is almost certainly something child's play related, like, like you say, probably a box set. Yeah, um, that it does, it does suggest that new title. Yeah, new title reveals that there's going to be more than more than just that. So that's cool. Um, yeah, not much else. Cool. I think what we were talking about before the podcast started about um, <clears throat> Saw, Saw being the next big deal, really, in horror. Um, coming out tomorrow. So, um, mm-hmm. Both looking... Would you say looking forward to it? I, I'm intrigued. Yeah. But I wouldn't say looking forward. I'm not excited. I'm very intrigued to see if it's good. Yeah, I like I think we've said before, I've, I'm not hugely bothered mm. about the franchise you know i'll go and see it um yeah that trailer was laughable i've got i've got to say oh I've got, yeah <laughs> just with the, the insane choices of songs and such um what was the song i can't remember what this but it was massively out of place whatever it was was it led zeppelin i feel like it was led zeppelin it was something um, that would be on the bank advert but it was it was bizarre um, yeah, no, I'm not hugely looking. I'm probably looking forward to The Exorcist more than so. Yeah, but you know, we'll see it. We'll go and watch it, and uh, obviously stay tuned for a future podcast yes. episode on that one. Ah, good segue. Speaking of which, it is the. I'm not going to say spoopy. We're we're better than that. No, we're, we're better adults. than that. Well, we're we're. Somewhat, masquerading. We're masquerading. No, that really grinds my gears, though. It's a spooky month. No, it's a sp- it's Halloween month. It's well, spooky. Yeah, it's Halloween. I mean, I'm not I'm not even around. keen on Halloween on spooky season either as a phrase. It's, it's the lead uh, up to Halloween. It's coming up to Halloween. Yeah, which means <laughs> October is even more. It's even more of a necessity. To, you have to watch horror films, even though you do it all year round. October is just, you know, it gets darker in the evenings. It's autumn. It's the perfect time. Well, I see. It's definitely starting to get yeah. Now, isn't it? So um, into that into that autumn weather. What we have coming up for you, lovely folks, in the next few weeks of October, after today's episode being The Invisible Man, nineteen thirty-three, um, depending on release. We're still working out the release dates, but these are the films that will be coming out in October, being Saw Ten. Final Destination 1, Idle Hands, and this year's Halloween installment. I know you've all been waiting for it. We're finally going to do it. We're finally going to do it. Halloween 6. <laughs> I know. No. I'm telling you. I'm going to, because I'm going to, we're going to wait 10, we're going to be doing this for 10 years. Okay. You've yeah. locked, you signed the contract. You're locked in. Mm-hmm. That's when we'll do Halloween 1. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. When. You can't. We're gonna can't. do the Rob Zombie ones first. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna do David Gordon Green's new trilogy. Yeah. yeah. So plenty of good stuff to come in October. And um, I think we already we may have come up with some stuff for November. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll get to that. Um. Actually, this I have a T-shirt on. Anyway, this hoodie boiling. It's, it's, it's too hot. It's too warm. Shall we check the mailbag? Have we checked the mailbag? Do you want to check the mailbag? Oh, sorry, mate. I just got to wear this one now instead. Oh, my God. 
Um, oh my god! Oh wait, yeah, I got. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell the fine audio listeners what you're looking at now? <laughs> um, I'm looking at yet another very tasteful Freddy versus Jason hoodie. This one is black and white. Um, if you've seen the uh, the the like the anime, uh, a hego girl face like hentai <laughs> collage hoodie it looks very much like that but it's freddy versus jason <laughs> and tom's doing his best um like, i'm an know, adult want to want to be a rapper <laughs> i'm an adult okay um, it's that's horrendous isn't it <laughs> i'd prefer it to that one but i wouldn't wear it to but one. i wouldn't wear this outside with the public at large no I no. had to buy it. I had to buy <laughs> I mean, it's, I suppose it's got more going on. Yeah, it's got... Yeah, well, it's got the um, uh, remake, Jason. Uh... Do you... Do you... Just going back to, like, why they decided to do this. Do you think they just, like... Somebody opened a warehouse somewhere and found, like, a bunch of merchandise they just forgot that they had? That. And were like, crap, what are we going to do with this? That is a good shout. Let's see if Freddy vs. Jason... Uh, I mean, when was Freddy vs. Jason? It was like 2002 or something. 20 years ago. Yeah. I wonder but if again, could... it's not an anniversary that a lot of people are celebrating. No one. So I think it's purely well, we coincidental. We're celebrating it. <laughs> well, apart from, apart from us. But it's... Yeah, it's it's purely it's got to be purely coincidental that it's twenty years it's gotta since be. it came out. It's got to be. I think yeah. somebody just randomly like went and checked out checked out that old warehouse that they'd forgotten they had. Scrooge McDuck went and checked out his one of his properties that he'd forgotten about and went, "Oh crap! I've not been down here since two thousand and three. Yeah, we were really banking on that Freddy versus Jason movie doing a lot better than we thought. What are we going to do with this X number of thousands of merchandising items? The thing is, I can't find... I, by typing in uh, Freddy vs. Jason hoodie and merch, I can't find this design anywhere. So in theory, this is a new design. Oh, wow. Someone was paid to design this. I mean, <laughs> made a living designing. You, know, you can make money doing whatever you want. Everything's a job, isn't it? <laughs> well, well, that's very true. Very. I really true. do want to watch Freddy vs. Jason again, though. Now I kind of wish I'd pick that. Instead. We've already done it. We've already done it. We don't need to do it ever again. Ah <laughs> uh, no, but I've not done it. <laughs> You've still got the still got the tag because this is going yeah, right back. Going this is back. going right back. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh, okay, right. Just... Oh. Oh. Oh my god. Oh, where... Where There's minute? another one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a rather tasteful t-shirt. It's embossed. <laughs> the wording is embossed. It's 3D. Oh wow. That I mean that's they put some that's effort in there. That's quality. That's quality. Work. Yeah, quality work. I'm not With, really um, sure what's going on at the back. The graphic I think is it supposed to be like a blood splatter? I think so. We've got the with Freddy's glove crossed with the machete, and 
Oh no, is it, it that kind of looks there's like Jason's eyes. mask? There's his eyes. Yeah. There's his nose, but then I don't. It, it's a bit of Jason's mask. I in there's in a... sort of a vague. I don't know what's going on there. There's a Freddy face there. Can you see now? Yeah, it is like a Weird. blood. I don't know blood I think, pattern. I think this you is think the there's one. something on the back. This there is, so we've got them sort of silhouetted on the back. Yeah, Freddy and Jason. Oh. I Please tell you, me that's it. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, well done. Thank I am you, thank for, you, thank for committing. You, thank you. you committed. You committed I had to, to the bit. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm in London. I, I'm in London on the on the past Tuesday. I got a lunch break right by Primark. I need to just go and just mm -hmm. grab what I can, keep them in good condition, keep the bag, keep the receipt, put the bit, and then they're going right back, and I'm getting my money back. But, man, I kind of want to keep one. Now you want to keep one. <laughs> if yeah. you had to pick the t one of the three, Ooh, what would you, what would if you I had pick? To pick? Um, oh, probably the first one, actually. Yeah, I think the first one. Yeah, the 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 black and white one. I mean, I don't wear white. I've got nothing. No. I it's too. I would. I can't wash that because I've got nothing to put it in the laundry with. Yeah, I can um, see through it. <laughs> and again, wouldn't want to wear it out of the house. But oh good, oh good lord, no. But that that first one, I think I could. I think I could rock that. You could pull it off, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I, think that, I yeah. agree. I agree because it's the poster. You know, it's not mm -hmm. custom art. It's shitty poster. Yeah, stuck on a shitty jumper with a shitty whatever claw that is. It's shitty on little... that arm. I don't know. They have missed the trick there, haven't they? Like by not putting the machete on the other arm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, obviously biased, but I might have to go and get myself one. <laughs> now I've seen it on. Now you've seen it. You've seen I've, warmed, it. I've warmed to it. I'll, I'll be honest. I was quite hoping for the... Tom is uh, modelling a, a 2023 Primark special. The Freddy vs. Jason line. I, I need to edit that with... Uh, yeah. <laughs> some, some catwalk music. That might be... If I, can, if I get time to spice it together, this might be our first TikTok. Oh, nice. Oh <laughs> uh, well, on that on that exciting news, shall we get into today's episode? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah. It's uh, it's only fair. People, if you've stayed with us for this long, <laughs> you brave <laughs> souls. <laughs> exactly you've soldiered on through all of that nonsense we will uh head into the invisible man um and i think the first thing we need to address is whether this is a true story or not don't we <laughs> yes oh that was so funny I where did that come from what did i search i searched the invisible man i think i literally just searched the invisible man 1933 and then when you get on google people also ask you know you get the questions uh, okay it was on one of them um uh, uh, uh there it is 
It's the sixth one, sixth question on people also ask, um, is the Invisible Man based on a true story? How the Invisible Man based is its gaslighting? I think this is more based on, this question slash answer is based on the most recent remake, uh, the oh, okay. Elizabeth Moss one, which is actually meant to be quite good. Uh, gaslighting thriller on real life stories of abuse, because this, it's a very different story, the remake, I believe. Right, okay. Um, uh speaking of which let's just quickly get the plot of that because um, i was yeah when you saw it when you when i saw that message i thought somebody <laughs> had asked on the twitter I, don't know, I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was somebody asking asking on twitter or, or what have you um so we got that said please tell me that we don't we don't we don't have to address that question <laughs> These are our loyal fans. These are the sort of fans we get into this this podcast. So, the, like for instance, the the plot of the most recent Invisible Man is when Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune. She suspects his death was a hoax. As a series of coincidences turn lethal, Cecilia works to prove that she has been hunted by someone nobody can see. So she's basically being hunted by uh, her abusive ex. So hence, mm -hmm. is this the twenty twenty one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, um, that's kind of the loose connection between the question, and right? It trying to make okay. sense. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but when you do see a question like that to a film like this, with the word "invisible," <laughs> um, your your first instinct is it's probably not based on a real story. It's probably not. It's probably not, but it is um, another literary adaptation, isn't it? It is indeed by H.G. Wells. We are back. Yeah, we are back to um, Universal's versions of literary classics. Yeah. Because um, obviously The Mummy wasn't. That was the first one that we've done that skipped um, skipped being based on a on a, a novel or any such thing. So we, we're back to that. It wasn't based on novel, but it was more so close to real events. Well, real yeah, events. it was it wasn't it based was on the real story. Yeah, it was inspired by yeah, um, to, the Tutankhamun's tomb being found, etc. Uh, but yeah, this is back to uh, um, back to a, a, a book, back to a story. H.G. Yeah. Wells again, not one I've not one I've read. I don't know anything really about the Invisible Man. No, as this... as a as a novel. No, I I I actually had no idea about it, uh, plot wise. It's actual like how everything goes about in the film, how it all goes down. Like yeah, no, same. Seen same. I had... what he looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an iconic image with the glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah the bandages and the glasses. But my mind, I always had the idea that he was. It, the, well, he wasn't evil, which he turns out to be straight from the get-go. I thought it was. Yeah. An, I thought it was an accident, and he was trying to get back to normal. Yeah, yeah, same. Almost like a like a tra tra a tragedy. Yeah, yeah, it was. He was the victim. He was going to be the victim, and it was going to be. Um, yeah, the horror element was more like you know the science has gone wrong sort of mm. thing and affected somebody yeah that's that's exactly what i was expecting as well so it, it was um you know spoiler it's not that 
Oh, um. no. <laughs> oh, no, it is not. And I'm glad. I'm glad I, it, it was completely different to what I thought it was. Yeah. Really am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, again, straight into it. Straight into it. I like this. One thing I've got to say, like, in favor of all of these Universal movies, is how quickly they yeah. get to the point. Love it. Um, something that is sorely lacking in modern cinema. Where I mean, if if well, I say if it was made today, I've not seen the 2021, but I guarantee there's about 45 minutes at least of setup before anybody turns invisible. Back in the day, they didn't mess around. It went, it's it's in the title, Invisible Man. So right from the moment, the get go, man's already invisible. We don't it's need to already. find. He's already invisible. We'll just get straight into it. Here he is, the man, the yeah. invisible one, is there. And off we go. And then there's a little bit of like, um, you know, f- filler conversation. Um, yeah, like, the, you know, the, a little the bit usual, later on. Yeah, the usual universal characters, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's old men in suits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> old white, old white guys in doctor's courts this time. Um, that basically, oh well, yes, he's uh, he's done some experimentation yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. turned himself invisible. <laughs> ah, right, okay, we got it. Um, where do you where do you rank this now? We're four films into our eight film um, series, uh, our, our Blu-ray box set, which inspired this whole series. Mm-hmm. We're halfway through. Where where are you ranking this? Where are you ranking I, all four? Putting it, I think it. it I, I like it more than the Mummy. Agreed. Uh, but that's where it's going. I think it's it's okay. the mummy, this, um, Dracula and Frankenstein. Yeah, completely agree. That's exactly like Frankenstein is, number one. Is yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. It was it was certainly more entertaining than uh, the mummy was. Oh, oh but, without doubt. But there were there were but it wasn't perfect. There, it, there was a few bits that kind of irked me about it, but. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's you know it was good to watch it because I think we bought this was for both of us one that well clearly we didn't know anything about really going into it plot wise neither of us had seen it before. Um, yeah, it was pretty much the first one. Like the other ones, one of us had seen one of us had seen mm. one or this was. I, I be, yeah, I believe it was our first fresh. Look fresh for at both one of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, and again, like we said, I'm glad to have my initial assumptions prove wrong because what it turned out to be was uh i would say a good paced film i don't think it it died down too much but i think the highlight of the film is the invisible man i think yeah uh, act to claude rains playing dr jack griffin he was well <laughs> playing voicing sorry shall i say and voicing. acting when he could fantastic he was he was fantastic the, the voice he was, was good. so good um and i looked um did a bit of research for later on invisible man films because they pumped these out vincent price eventually became invisible man okay and you go for, i mean that again is another incredible voice acting for for this part you you need mm-hmm. that eccentric crazy over the top voice acting for the invisible man oh, yeah there we go the invisible man <laughs> returns yeah, yeah, I got the Vincent list of uh, 
got the list of all the ones that came after. It was like um, sequels being Invisible Man Returns, The Invisible Woman, The Invisible Agent, The Invisible Agent. Man's Revenge, Abbott and Costello Meet the Invisible Man, Son of the Invisible Man, and a film called Amazon Women on the Moon spoofed it. Okay, and right. and the, the the clip I've seen of it is quite funny. Like um, uh, the guy who thinks he's the Invisible Man isn't invisible, but he thinks he's invisible. Takes off all his clothes <laughs> in the bar and goes up to someone playing chess at the bar. Is like, oh, look at all your pieces moving around. And the guy's just sitting there looking at him, going, "Wow, I wonder what's doing this." <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. Um yeah so anyway do you want to do you want to go through a quick plot yeah summary do you want to take it away i feel uh, like i lose a lot yeah so you you because you're very good at speak um i mean i didn't i I will probably just read a plot synopsis because uh i'm not very good at um <clears throat> coming up with my own um here's a good one while researching a new drug dr jack griffin stumbles on a potion that can make him invisible it's in the title when he reveals his new ability to his old mentor and his fiance, it's clear that the side effect of the potion is insanity. Now, that that comes into effect big time in this film because yeah. there are points where he goes from a zero to a hundred in about five seconds. There's a specific point later on which we'll talk about where he's talking to his fiance, where he's I love you, dear, and I want to rule the world. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um Jack goes on the violent rampage and the police struggle to hunt him down. The police, um, i.e. Free Stooges, uh, struggle to hunt him down uh, and unable to see their target. His mentor and his former partner desperately try to devise a plan to capture him. So, and like you said at the beginning, this is from the get-go. He's invisible from the Mm get-go. And he, the whole film, he's trying to make himself non-invisible, but at the same time, the insanity is running his mind yeah it, so it, let's just talk this uh, yeah sorry no Go no, ahead. no 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 that was that was it That's i was gonna I mean. say let's just talk about that that opening scene so yeah yeah we we have it so the the film opens with this blizzard essentially it's mm. it's really like you know cold wintry night heavy snow and we see a man wrapped up you know mm. seemingly mm. just wrapped up against the weather you know, his his hat's pulled low over his face and it's clear he's got, like, something over his mouth, scarf or whatever. And he enters this pub, um, which looks like the wildest pub. There's a game of darts going on in that pub that is... They're, they're throwing darts from every angle. Like, yes, nobody, they are. Spotted yeah. <laughs> straight away. They're not sort of stood traditionally like you would, like, you know, six foot in front of the dartboard and throwing in a straight line. It's 45 like, degree, there's, maybe? There's one guy from over there. There's yeah, another guy that's yeah. at the bar. Just he's, he's having a turn. <laughs> yeah, they, it doesn't matter where you are. They're just throwing. They're just hoying dart, darts at the board. Um, but, yeah, the door opens and in walks uh, this, this mystery figure who is incredibly rude <laughs> like just I, I want a room strides in wants a room wants a private sitting room yeah sort this out for me sort that out for me but yeah he's a um causes a bunch of commotion and everybody's immediate like who who's this guy and they're all tr- sort of trying to guess um where this chap's come from and and what is what his story is um 
and we we very we we are shown very quickly that you know the the bandages that he wears and such are covering up this uh, yeah this this secret of his visually he's it's a fantastic look very subtle but it's a fantastic look and it's it's very off the time he's got the the long trench coat and the the, the hat mm-hmm. um but i think it's the bandages and the sun the, the sunglasses when it's meant to be at night time just really really make it look great and the um, false nose yes as well. the false nose yeah <laughs> i think in later scenes it's just the bandage isn't it but yeah it's like hovering over his nose yeah yeah but um, in the, in his sort of earlier his first appearances he actually does have a little false a little false nose that he wears that he's bandaged to his face did you also notice good. in this amazing quirky bar the piano i no i didn't so there's a piano um, playing, and it, it mm-hmm. so the camera cut before. I mean, this is before our uh, invisible man has walked in. They're, they're yeah, just there's... establishing the bar, mm-hmm. uh, the bar, a few tables out, the darts. But there's a piano in the background, and it cuts to the guy playing it, and then finishes, turns around, gets an applause. But the guy sat next to him gets a coin out, and puts it in the piano, and it starts playing. And he turns around, oh, shit, I've got to be playing. So it's a it's a fake piano <laughs> the whole time. And this this type of subtle bit slapstick comedy sprinkled throughout this film. There is a lot of slapstick. Yeah, there like is I mentioned, Three Stooges, mm. very free, and before Three Stooges even existed. Um, and can I, just, I just want to mention one more thing before back to where we are. I'm going to just reverse mm-hmm. it to the beginning of the film. Now I may, I may be mistaken, but there was an NRA logo. And was there? I, yeah. And I, I'm just, I'm just going to check this again. But... Oh, in the in the opening credits, you mean? Yes, yes, yeah. there was. Yes, there was. Um, really bizarre. I haven't had time to actually look into it as I watched the film last night. But I don't know if it's affiliate. If this is the NAR. That's that's. I had exactly um, the same thought. I saw it and I was like, "Hang on a minute, is that the the NRA is in national is it National Rifle Association? Yeah, isn't it, scumbags of America. It's like, really? Right. Why are they making films? Did they? But like, maybe they did they finance it to get going or know. something like that? It's, there we go. I've got it, it loaded it, up now. If um, it is indeed that same NRA, um, yeah, very strange. Here we go. Um, uh, yeah, NRA member, US. We do our part with a picture of an eagle. Yeah, this is okay. just... I have no idea. What, I mean, 33. Uh, when did the NRA establish? Um, 1871. Oh, okay. That's wow. weird. I, I'm going to look into that <laughs> after this and try and find out what the hell that connection is. Because that is a very obscure connection. Um the other little thing I just wanted to mention before we get back into it, in the opening credits, did you notice how they were labelled? How they were, the, the title, the, the players? The yeah, actors I mean, I saw to... Claude Rains is called The Invisible One, yeah. isn't it? I think yeah, I did spot yeah. that. Uh, I can't say I noticed anything untoward about anything else, but, but yeah, else? It's not labelled like cast and crew, they're labelled The Players. The Players. Which really... I think added to the feel of because at times this felt like it could be a, a theater show, a theatrical stage show. 
You look at mm. how big some of the sets were and some of the, the camera angles, the, the, the slapstick comedy, all that added together. You add to the players. It felt very theatrical. Um, yeah, I guess so. I had not noticed that before. I, I suppose that's deliberate then, though, if that's how they credited people. Um, yeah. I was just I was just thinking about the, the what you were saying about the, the Three Stooges and the slapstick mm. stuff. As you say, there is, yeah, there is a lot of it sprinkled throughout um sometimes a little bit too much i think oh god yes like yeah. quite literally as we as we see we, we're told um basically that yeah uh griffin has been investigating this drug um a, the side effect of which is essentially insanity mm. um and as well as yeah, as well as turning him invisible, um, it's 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 sending him mad, and I suppose it, it I suppose it just reinforces that madness because he goes from like it, it's almost like the Joker. Mm -hmm. it, it's like violent insanity on the one hand, and like kicking somebody up the bum and running away giggling the other it's you know like he's he's talking about wanting to like you say rule the world and um hear every secret and rob and i think he says rape as well um i, I think he, he may do he may not be at least says stuff like throttle uh, mm. just yeah but then in the next scene he's like knocking a policeman's helmet off and running away laughing <laughs> it's just yeah it's, it's it's so up and down which and then you know, he, i suppose and then does he feed into this madness blows up a train of like 100 people oh yeah <laughs> yeah i mean he does do some definitely like horrible violent stuff but like, in I mean, the midst it, of all this he's he pushes over a pram at one point as well it does and it's not even is... like what they did in speed where you know the bus hits the pram in speed and it's oh it's cans no this I mean, they didn't it's show somebody baby. walking this their is... child, and he just shoves it over. Fuck them kids! Yeah. But I, I imagine with, with because of all those aspects, back in the thirties, this film must have been terrifying. Mm. I, I, I mean, guess so, and violent, and and very it, violent. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I suppose so. Um, we get. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, like strangles the policeman in you know the first 20 minutes it yeah. is it does yeah i guess it is uh, it's easy to forget that isn't it really that you you watch it a film that's yeah, you, got... me, that's, that's, you know such um yeah from such a different place in terms of like mm. our cultural uh, sensibilities and such yeah it probably is very over mm. the top um in terms of yeah the violence and stuff for sure it doesn't take long at said bar where he is now staying for him to even be exposed as the invisible man because he keeps get he instantly wants to get set up with his um uh his experiments trying to get his mm -hmm. trying to trying to get back to normal and for a second i was like how the f he wasn't carrying all these test tubes and all this equipment it was like, oh no wait <laughs> he did he did mention there's more bags to come that's that's okay that's fine but the um uh, the the couple that own the bar, she's very eccentric. She's she's very over the top, <laughs> and um, like her just random 
parts of screaming outbursts just every now and then like where her husband gets pushed down the stairs and she she's by by the invisible man and she's just holding him and then suddenly ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. she, she does um she also bare like just, just barefaced lies at one point um she says oh i did make a note about it um Because she she walks in with the mustard and and she gotta uh, have that mustard. Uh, and he, he shouts at her. To, that's it. He shouts at her to get out. And then she's she's downstairs telling the policeman that's there about it. And she claims that he swore at her, but I'm, I swear he doesn't swear at her. He just tells her to get out and like slams the door. It might be swearing in those days. Maybe, Whatever but I don't she's... recall him saying anything apart from get out. But she's like, oh, he swore at me, he did. Like, did he it? did, he did. <laughs> but she she kept barging. He said he wanted to be alone. Yeah, okay. she's popping in there she every five minutes. She kept minute. barging in. So, you know, kind of had it coming in a way. Um, <laughs> but when you mentioned the policeman. That's probably one of the first bits, proper bits of the goofy slapstick. Because when... He's exposed, and uh, the citizens go out to find the policeman. He, what's all this then? I uh, just, it's, it feels so comical and goofy. And then when it they end all, up, yeah. when they end up getting to his room and chasing him, it's so free stooges. It's like it is, or like pantomime or something. Yeah, chasing yeah. four of them running around a single seat chasing him. And then one stops, they keep running, and then they run in to whack the other civilian. Oh, point! <laughs> it's really goofy. Um, which is, it's such a weird flip of tone because this film can be really serious mm. to then flip to bits like this. But I guess maybe back then, moments like this didn't seem slapsticky or goofy like we see. Yeah. I mean, I guess part of it is maybe because it's that oh, hello, 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 or that oh, sort of cl- yeah. cliched kind of pan- yeah, pantomime sort of police officer portrayal that we don't, you know, we don't see anymore. But I guess comes from these earlier productions. Mm. Um, but then again, you know, somebody getting mistakenly bonked on the head with a truncheon is is slapstick whichever way you chop it up you know um yeah until your head you know, starts bleeding i mean he takes because griffin's getting undressed and he's he's there and he's just a shirt is all you can see and the copper says how do i handcuff a bleeding shirt <laughs> yeah because he's like, just he's just down to his shirt isn't he it's just a horrible yeah. shirt yeah it's like, yeah. well, you know, he's, you know, there's a man there. You, you've already, you've already established that he is a man, but just invisible. Um, yeah, you're, you're not really in the know of what's going on. Like, there is something otherworldly going on right now. There's an invisible man or a ghost, but you can see his arms. Yeah. You give it a yeah. go. You're a policeman for God's sake. You know he's there. He's physical. take him down. <laughs> Um, is this where he escapes? He escapes out the window, right? He escapes out the window. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Oh, does he? he? I think he. You know, he ends up going out the door. They. Yes, he, he does. He th- yeah. He, th- he throttles. He opens the window, and they they got move to guard it, and then he chokes the policeman. Yeah. And then just runs out of the door. Um. 
Yeah, it, and it just is it is just like bonkers in these games, and that's when he's he's running through the town yes. and just sort of pushing the baby, pushing the pram over, and because um, I think my I think my notes are yeah, my I mean my notes go like this. So he's just crazy and made himself invisible? Question mark. Hear every secret, rob, etc. Pushing prams over, hitting people with brooms, <laughs> all a bit slapstick. And then the next bit is when we get the uh, the information. Ah, invisibility has made him crazy. <laughs> yeah, we weren't given that to begin with, were we? No, no, no. <clears throat> he's um, he's yeah. It's not until it's not until we see his colleagues, um, essentially discussing that that Griffin has gone on a research trip. Or he's yes. just he's or he's left on they don't know he's left a note just to say he's gone or, or not to look for him or something isn't it? Yeah, they eventually work out that it's um, uh, flower slash drug from India mm-hmm. that he's been messing around with that is causing these side effects this this issue at hand. Um, but the the first part, like you said, when we we transition to uh but, 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 but what were their names uh his colleagues basically <clears throat> kemp uh, kemp Kemp's one kemp. Of them. yeah kemp and um, cranley cranley and kemp and also um his fiance um flora flora now yeah she's is she cranley's daughter yeah niece or something like that this is where I, I it was like we we start to get okay the universal monsters trope we have uh the heroine we have uh a somewhat of a love interest slash other man i'll say similar mm-hmm. to dracula with mina and john harker frankenstein mm-hmm. with elizabeth and victor slash henry and the mummy helen and frank it's in all of them so far um i definitely don't think she was the strongest i really don't think she was the strongest no. lead but did you see who played her um, related to my titanic meme late earlier on uh gloria stewart yeah um is she the old lady from Titanic? She is. She is the. She, she is the, the eighty-four years. The same lady. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, she's been in a load of other big, um, load of other big films, but um, I mean, Titanic's pretty big. I mean, uh, that's a that's a hell of a career though, as well. Uh, well, yeah. You what thirty-three or thirty-two? The old Dark House, which I actually looked into after this to well like in 2004 was her last credit so 90 years it's mad absolutely mad although it does look like she didn't work from 46 to 75 so i mean yeah you know, there's a lot of fair. a lot of tv stuff in there but Look anyway up. it's still still pretty yeah. good yeah yeah so yeah that was that was my i uh, definitely comparing that trope with all the others it feels like that's the that's the template char- that's, that's the, the universal template, template. Yeah, yeah and then the monster just switches out yeah pretty much um, um but she was definitely not the strongest she, she I, I really wasn't a fan of her character 
the film. Or no. Acting, to be fair. No. No, I mean, I've, to be quite honest, I lost like half an hour. Well, maybe not half an hour, but a lot in towards the, the second half of this film. Yeah, I I just zoned out with it. I don't know what happened, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is still on. I just completely yeah. switched because it just seemed to do that sort of same thing again. Every time I looked at the screen, there seemed to be a line of coppers yeah. holding hands, <laughs> and then you watching heartbeat. And then it had cut to him having a conversation, the Invisible Man having a conversation with one of his colleagues. And then there'd be some shouting, and then it'd be a line of coppers trying to trap yeah. him somewhere again. And I was just like, this, it's like, do something. This is. For the most part, yeah. The, after we get the exposition of what's happened to him and the introduction of all our other characters. We get we, we go through a lot of police like different ranks it seems we get we go higher up the ranks of police mm. maybe to like government officials you know the all the the guys in the suits and the, the trilby hats were there yeah yeah um, we go through a lot of different stages of police um, well we get like a like a national emergency state of emergency yes. declared almost that yeah the, the invisible, invisible man, man is on the loose <laughs> the invisible man is on the loose everybody needs to stay inside and lock the doors and for <laughs> for the second half of the film it's mostly the back and forth between kemp who has discovered what's happened to griffin but mm. griffin the invisible man uh basically needs him to shut up be be, be quiet otherwise he's going to do to him what he ends up doing to him and killing him at 10 o'clock tomorrow 10 o'clock no <laughs> no early, sooner yeah. no very later <laughs> um i'm going it, to kill you at 10 o'clock tomorrow evening <laughs> It's it's predominantly that, uh, but the the back and forth between Kemp and Griffin and the police hunting him down in numerous mm. ways, trying in numerous ways, like trying with a net. Um, they have people calling. They they have like a, a, a reward, a thousand pound reward for capturing, and they have people ringing into the police, going, "I've got this idea. What you can do, Governor?" Um, yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, <laughs> just give everyone a bag of flour and just start throwing flour around. <laughs> you'll, you'll catch him. Um, I mean, in most because they they do come close a couple of times to almost getting. They do, and and generally he escapes by pulling somebody's trousers down and and kicking him up the arse and running away laughing. So it all goes very slapstick. It is. Um, but every time he has one of these interactions, like there's one where it is, um. The, the, they're all they're all linked up and they're they sort of closing this like physical like line of men are coming closer and somehow Griffin has slipped behind them and grabs one of their legs so he's oh just sort of God. suspended yes. by his friends but in all these little interactions where he's like running invisible circles around the police and tweaking noses and knocking hats off and such they all just stand there they all just stand there watching him. So they've got hold of their mate's hands and he's got the feet and they're just kind of going, well, we know he's he's there. He's, right he's got there. your mate's feet. Drop him and grab him. It's just like, what? you know, Arthur won't mind just like, you know, hitting the deck for a second if you can grab the guy you're <laughs> after. But they just stand there watching him. When speaking of the guy that you just mentioned, the guy that 
he grabs his feet, so he's basically planking in midair. Yeah. He then somehow has the strength to spin him around in midair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's that's, like, that's some strength right there to be able to do that. I mean, that. I don't think that superhuman strength is ever referenced again, but in no. that moment, yeah, he is essentially, um, yeah, just whizzing him round by the ankles. Um, just back back to that little exposition scene of the the two doctors and um, oh, I forgot her name again, Titanic lady, Flora, um, where she's um, she's uh, finding it hard to understand what's happened to him, finding it tough, mm-hmm. and they're trying to calm her down. There's such a naked gun scene, a uh, little shot on this in that set. So big set. I think they're one of their mansions, one of their manor houses. Mm-hmm. And they're in one room over here on the left of your screen. And then they go to the right. Uh, Kemp follows Titanic woman to the right. But the camera zooms out. They both go through this door, but the camera zooms out and the set stops. So in a way, they could have just walked around. It reminded me of the naked gun where they're in um, the police station where Frank walks through the door and his partner goes round the door. Round the this set. <laughs> pointless. <laughs> Um, I wonder if I can find it just to show you. Um, yeah, I just had to write that down. What's with the naked gun set? Because again, that made me feel like it's, it felt like very theatrical. It like feels stage, like you watch it on yeah. stage. Yeah. Which make, would make sense, you know, if it's on stage. The set would end. This one probably has the smallest sets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the pub? The room of the pub. Um, I mean, there's certainly no sweeping gothic castles in this or big no staircases or any of, you know, and certainly no pyramids or or anything of that nature. This this feels like the smallest in scale, although it's kind of hinted that the chaos is potentially nationwide or... At least in uh, there is. I mean, there is. There's a couple of clues as to where it's set. There's a sign right at the beginning as he as he's on his approach to the pub. There is a road sign, and it's like whatever. But I couldn't make out the name of the place. It's um, Ipin, I believe it's called. It's in Sussex. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Some of the accents were a bit hard to get, yeah, yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, it's in Sussex. Sussex, because the other the other thing was um, the landlady in the pub mentions uh, bass beer specifically, yes. which is brewed in Burton upon Trent in the Midlands. So I was thinking that's where it was. But um, is that the same I mean, as Shandy Bass? Yeah, Bass Shandy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every teenager's uh, gateway into <laughs> alcohol in England in the nineties and eighties. The Bass Brewery. I think it's. I think they still operate. I'm not sure, to be honest. Marston's. Um, yeah. It's awful, awfully it's, British. It's that, that weird red triangle logo. Yes. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So that's um, so that's like a definite like Midlands thing. So I was like, oh, it's set in the Midlands, but Sussex, I guess, makes sense as well. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if, uh, like the, if we, we'd actually got like a full... Because I remember looking at it and trying to read it and then it skipped into the next scene. And it was like, I'm not sure I made out exactly what that was. So it is a real place then. That's. 
Uh, I don't know if the town's real, but that's when it's meant to be set. Uh, from what I read, oh, okay. Sussex. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it is all very British. Um. It's but yeah, like I say, it does. It feels a lot smaller scope wise. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. Let's have a look at the Invisible Man budget of this film. Um. Three hundred thirty thousand US dollars, uh, as opposed to say, let's have a look at Dracula budget. Um, around the same, three hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. So they all had the pretty much the same sort of budget. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're you're completely right. Nothing, nothing so grandiose like the. St- I'm, I'm thinking exactly that the staircase, uh, big, beautiful artistic sets like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's not a criticism, and it wouldn't fit necessarily. Um, no, yeah, not I mean, at all. I'm just looking, the Frankenstein budget was just under three hundred thousand two hundred ninety-one. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's, it's certainly all in keeping not to have these things, but it's, it, I guess, it's just noteworthy that it's the first one that we've come across that doesn't, and it does have this more, um, well, I guess, familiar setting as well, given that it is jolly old england mm. um cuz i'm not sure the other one not sure any of the other one oh i mean dracula's london isn't it yep dracula yep dracula's london and uh whitby frankenstein i think we mentioned that it felt very uh i would say bavarian sort of yeah European, it's like germany um, austria it's that sort yeah. of setting um and obviously the mummy is Chiral. Egypt, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is so it's not it's not the first one set in England, but it feels more. Yes, definitely. Um, small, you know, smaller and more well, Middle England, I guess, rather than it being just London or you know any other nameless city. There was um uh, one another. I think I picked up on more of the silly moments than i think the key moments of the film because it felt because i think they felt so out of place like yeah well that's the thing it 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 could i mean especially as well given what what we've said about it viewing it from a modern point of view Mm. it's it's certainly not scary so no no there's there's really not much of the horror element to it but the but the the slapstick, the comedy, is enduring, I guess. So, yeah, it does feel a lot like you're watching a spoof movie, you know? Like, like Laurel and Hardy were going to turn up. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but there's an end table on it as well. It's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> What's the point? I don't know. I don't know. But there is, there is like, it's not just end of wall set ending. There's like a table there with a plant on it. <laughs> I, that I don't, I don't understand the choice for that. Because, like I said, I mean, who knows? I guess you know, maybe they were using a set that was already there, or you know, yeah. Like I said, like that feels as if if you're the 
the eyes of the camera. You're you're a stage. You're a, a play. Mm. Mm-hmm. The, you know, you're what you're following the characters across the stage, and that's where they're yeah. going. We shouldn't have seen that, really. No, you'd... not at all. <laughs> you'd set up another shot for them entering the room or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't. Yeah, these were they didn't make films in front of live audiences, did they, or anything like that? There wouldn't have been people. The Invisible Man, filmed maybe, in front of a live studio audience. Studio audience. Maybe it's just maybe it's a gaff. Maybe it's just a genuine maybe goof. Yeah, because maybe. I don't see any reason for that to be on purpose. Mm. I mean, not. I can't understand why a house would be built like that. Well, that's it. You wouldn't build yeah. a house like that in the first instance. So yeah. it's got to be. It's got to be something that. Yeah, we're not supposed to be seeing that. That's. It's giving it away that it is a set, definitely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. May, I think that maybe that is just a goof. Maybe that's that's um, yeah, something that you shouldn't we shouldn't have seen. What do you, what do you prefer? As because he, he has two looks, really. Our Invisible Man. He has his first look uh, where he rocks up at the pub, uh, is working at the pub, and then he escapes, obviously. Or mm-hmm. our sophisticated, suave. Uh, Hugh Hefner. It's the look. smoking jacket that it's does the, it. I mean, the, the, and the gloves. The, the smoking jacket and gloves with the the checked, yeah, the trim collar and yeah, it's it's Beautiful. a look, isn't it? It's a hell of a. Look. It is a look. In fact, I'm I'm still uh, debating what my Halloween costume is going to be this year, and if I get to wear essentially Ooh. a dressing gown to a party, maybe <laughs> maybe yeah. the Invisible Man wouldn't be a bad shout. Any excuse to be comfy at a party? Yeah, I'm, I'm, definitely. I'm always down for that. I'm, I would, I'm not young anymore. I just want to be comfy. <laughs> I essentially can spend the evening wearing pajamas and a bandage around my head, so I don't have to look at anybody or talk to anybody. It sounds perfect. Oh, well, speaking of not having to look at anyone, we got to talk about those dope-ass sunglasses. We with do with side I mean, shades. Is I think his his first set of sunglasses, the the circular ones, are better. They look like your than, steampunk ones that you can get on eBay. Yeah, everyone's got. In fact, with that little the little tufts of hair, kind of getting um, Doc Ock, Alfred Molina vibes. Yep, yep, completely. Um, yeah, but I I've never seen that second pair of glasses, sunglasses that he has, where it's got, got like, the side shade yeah little extra panels on the side to stop the What's light that? the light coming in on the side i guess i guess so they're uh yeah they're a bit snazzy then um yeah i completely agree that that look is i love that look his his uh let's say his second iteration um mm-hmm. second installment um but yes yeah, marking jackets where it's at definitely the I think the thing I took away from this film the most that I was I really loved was how impressive the effects were with him. Mm. For the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. For the time. Yeah. Um I mean that in that it, it's a genuinely um well, we get we get like a bit of a shot a shock reveal when she busts busts yeah. in with the mustard and he yeah. quickly pulls a um pulls a napkin up across his his uncovered 
uh, chin. But we do, we do get a, a glimpse of him being invisible, which is a strange sentence to get your head around. But later on, when we get the sort of first reveal, when he goes like, "Fine, you're wondering who I am," and da da da, I'm gonna gonna show you, and he takes everything off. Like that is, it's a really good effect. It works really, really well. Even there's a, there's a few bits later on where like you know things are floating around that look a little bit hokey by mm. you know comparing it to modern special effects or whatever. But that first the 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 tone and and what have you of that first first proper reveal yeah. when he strips the bandages off and he's throwing his nose at them and all the rest of it. It's great. It's really, really good. It is. It is really good, yeah. Um and it it looks great. Like that mm. that looks better than some high budget films with yeah. CGI, yeah. you know and I read up on how they did it. Uh, did you see on how they did it? Um, I saw visible? a couple of notes on it. About um, oh, go ahead so uh the uh especially the guy in charge of special effects was named john key fulton and apparently to create the effect uh they they basically covered the bits that would be invisible on his face with black felt and then they mm. shot it on a black background and then would splice that into the original shot so they like soon right. cut it cuts it out and then splice mm -hmm. it on top but yeah that's a lot of work to do digitally you know in our modern age doing that with reels is oh, even yeah. more incredible even more incredible and it to like you said there were some bits that looked a bit but it's uh, it's forgiven for 1933 yeah of course it's yeah forgiven. of course but a lot of it is smooth and seamless like and there was there was one i, I watched um i watched the behind the scenes actually on the blu-ray of this and they were talking about the hardest shoot the hardest part to shoot was when he's uh, about to go to bed at kemp's place and he's, he's taking his dinner jacket off and he's got his stripy pajamas on and he's in front of the mirror and you can see his reflection and he's doing the bandage and that's happening in the reflection and apparently they had to shoot that four or five different attempts so they have to shoot his his real figure in the foreground unbandaging his head so they have to do the invisible thing on his head they have to shoot the background without him there they then have to shoot uh the his reflection doing it I, f I would assume on different cameras or different times, and they have to shoot the mm. background in the reflection. Like it, I, I don't know. I couldn't I, to come up with that. It's genius for nineteen thirty-three. Yeah, yeah. I just I have to give it so many so much props because I think it, I think it's fantastic. Um, I mean, it must be one of the earlier earliest examples of, I guess it's chroma key yeah. work, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So that I mean that seen those sort of effects for the first time must have been like absolutely mind-blowing yeah um yeah it really is and i think about him i he's actually we talked about the rankings of these films he's actually probably at the top of my favorite designs of our universal monsters so far if i'm honest i really love the dis the simplicity and the design of him because of the fact uh, I didn't realize he was evil. Now knowing he's yeah. evil, it, it kind of adds to it a bit more. It's a bit little more fun. bit more sinister, yeah. Knowing, yeah. knowing what the actual character is. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, it's just it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's like how how do you visualize an invisible character? Um because I guess they could have done the entire thing with him just being a disembodied voice and and the special effects that they used. Um but there's got to be there's got to be some times where yeah, he, you know, he's a visible character and stuff. So, but they they could have I guess they could have done a bunch of different things, but well, when you, bandages. He, bandages great. work. Bandages, but it's not just bandages. You've got the suit on over the top of his band, bandages. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, 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 still a, he's still a respected doctor. He is. Um, he's a respected doctor, yeah. He's but still also, a respected doctor. He, he's come up with a fake nose, and what I was trying to think, um, that can't be his real hair because he's invisible. He's either got a wig or he's got patches of hair coming out of his bandages. It's, it is a wig. You do him. actually, see, yeah. You, oh, see, you see the wig. Uh, you do see the wig. Okay. You do see the wig when he strips off. I'm just looking at this this figure that you've you've sent me, and you do actually get the little wig separate. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And you also see his bottom half of his mouth comes out, so he looks like Beaker from the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. That's yeah, that is good. Just looking at um, but, a Necker figure of uh, Invisible Man uh, on Amazon, and it, it's a really good-looking figure. I mean, it's Necker, of course it is. It's. I mean, it's not the smoking jacket, unfortunately. Well, yeah, it's, it's not the smoking look. jacket look. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it's looking, it's looking good. I mean, again, for probably, I think we said this in in previous cool. episode, uh, previous episodes and stuff. The Invisible Man is probably not the 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 big, you know, the the icon, the icon. The, no, it's not at all. The the Wolfman, and in fact, I think if you're going to do a Mount Rushmore of the Universal monsters, it's probably Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. I not would the mummy? personally, maybe the Mummy, maybe the Mummy instead of the creature, but I feel like the creature's more iconic. Uh yeah, I uh, know. I, I was I was thinking more. The, would you put the I mean the wolf? Man oh, inside the mummy instead of the yeah. wolf man. Yeah, maybe, maybe. In any case, yeah. Neither we're not arguing for the placement of the Invisible Man, are we? Let's. Uh... No, we're not. And I, I, I don't know if it is a shame or not, but like, I think it just comes down to like I said, I, I'm more intrigued by this character now after learning. Yeah, that, like in the film, I, I, I have more appreciation for him than I did mm-hmm. before. Way more. Oh sure, now certainly, but like I said, it's just yeah, he's still maybe not the maybe he's not not just not a first picker. You know what I mean? No, no, not at all. like. Well, I mean, isn't Phantom Phantom of the Opera is in this series, isn't he? Phantom of the Opera is in this series as well. Again, yeah, Phantom of the Opera is not one that I'd. Phantom to me is what it's become the musical, which the, is the, the musical the, the, and the stage show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the large spectacle that it is. Um, in fact, I'm just I'm just looking at what other uh, maybe bride. Mika... The bride's yeah again sort of the second look, tier, third uh, tier, I guess, because yeah. it's pretty it's a pretty iconic look, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at some of these other Nika figures, and yeah, they've they've got Dracula, Wolfman, the Mummy. And uh, Frankenstein. There doesn't appear to be any of the others. Um, what? So they? Uh, you're saying Necker have done, like, say, the big hitters, but not 
little ones. Yeah, it doesn't say. I mean, I'm not so. I'm just. I'm just looking at the customers you bought also bought, or you know, you might also be interested in. Yeah. Um, and it's not showing bride, the bride, or the creature, or anything like that. I dare say they probably do exist. But yeah, I, I agree. Where were we? I agree. We were talking about how underrated the yes. look of the yes. Invisible Man is. Because yeah, I still, I still don't think he's you know. The, f- the first choice, second, or even second choice when people think of Universal Monsters. No. But for... They- they've done something clever and done something unique in making an invisible character yeah. have an iconic look. Yeah, completely. Because I think... Because I think... Um, thinking about more modern iterations, Hotel Transylvania... Have you have you seen the Hotel Transylvania movies? The, no, the animated I'm aware of it. kids things. Uh, I think Adam Sandler's involved yeah. somehow. Yeah, um, there's an Invisible Man character in that, and I believe he. Uh, well, I guess I guess all the monsters in that are taken from the Universal. Yeah. Look, but there is an Invisible Man character in that. Um, okay, and he he is. He is that, um, you know, he is that um, bandage, you know, suit, suit and tie. Um, yeah, that, I guess, takes so a it's, look it, and does its own thing. Yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the enduring look for the character, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, like I said, I have a brand new appreciation for it, um, not knowing a thing really about it in the first place. Um, and definitely not knowing a thing about his evil side, which just, it, yeah, he he can go from zero to a thousand in an instant, this guy. He has yeah. rage problems. That's what this drug has done to him. Definitely. I mean, don't this don't they say something about it being injected into a Labrador and it sending in a Labrador mad? And it turned it white or something, <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely bizarre. Um, <laughs> the people, the people that keep thinking they're seeing, uh, they they're seeing the Invisible Man are getting blamed on a, like it's a disease that's spreading. It's on a radio broadcast and they're saying about how a disease is spreading where people it's making people think they're seeing an invisible man or a ghost. They're blaming yeah. it on, well, not knowing the science behind whatever it is. They're just throwing a disease out there, throwing that these people are crazy rather than trying to mm-hmm. think about what the hell is going on. Um, but he, um, he just wants to murder towards the end. He just yeah. wants to yeah, kill. Yeah, just that is that is kind of as far as they go with um because he um Flora the and, explanation for it. Okay, again, I Flora? Was her name Flora? We're going to call her Flora. Flora. Yeah. Flora. And her father the scientist end up at Kemp's and she has a one-on-one with Griffin. And there's this point where she's trying to basically you may as well say come back to me. Come back to me and have a life with me. And he goes, this is where he goes from one to a thousand. Where he, he could be, he starts by talking, I love you, I, I miss you, I want to do all this with you, and then I want to go kill, I want to do this, I want to rule the world, I want to destroy everything. <laughs> and it, it, ju- it just snaps it, in an instant. Um, 
it's he's rage filled absolutely rage filled it's it's, it's kind of like um it's almost like the drug he took he's got a withdrawal from yeah because i mean we we don't really know what he's done mm. do we he's he's well he's injecting himself with a potion or something yeah um and that's kind of as far as it goes maybe yeah and we're told that previous trials with this drug sent an animal mad specifically yeah. a dog but sent sent an animal mad um and then yeah it is it is almost that is he's just that's just kind of it and then we we go into the story and we see what happens to him but it is very much like he's he's yeah fine one minute not the next like i think you're right i think there is kind of almost a, a, a sort of allegory for drug addiction there or withdrawal yeah yeah because he definitely has the uh you know the scratches the itches in a way because of like he mm. just goes from zero to a hundred um Apparently, though, in the novel, the H.G. Wells original novel, uh, he's more of like um, his outburst, his outbursts, and the way he acts is more based down to him being more of like a revolutionary. He has more of like traits of wanting to be a revolutionary rather than sadistic and just wants to kill. Mm -hmm. He wants to, you know, there's a point uh, later on, maybe two thirds final act of the film where he, he goes to the bank and uh he picks up uh, one of the tellers drawers takes it outside just flings money to people yeah, rather than taking yeah. it for himself which would be quite hard to use but how would an invisible man use money there's no point mm -hmm. so he's he's stealing money and giving it to people yeah he does he does do that um but then i think earlier he does mention um that he'd be able to hear every secret, yeah, and he'd be like the most powerful man in the world because he, because he, essentially he'd have the ability to know everything, yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's I don't think it's that sort of altruistic, is it? He's st he's still wanting to ultimately be in charge. Does it? Doesn't he do that as a distraction technique, or is it just? Uh, possibly. I'm not sure exactly what leads what happens afterwards though uh if if, no. if for instance that is a distraction technique mm -hmm. but um, it is kind of just chaotic isn't it i suppose is, oh gotcha is the other the other side of it is uh, for for every um like you know heinous and violent crime he's committing he's also just doing a bunch of like kind of annoying stuff <laughs> like yeah like because he's invisible and he's just a bit of a prankster um yeah he definitely is a prankster uh there's what's the scene where he starts chasing a woman down the road but it's just his trousers and he's singing a song <laughs> to himself um yeah is that i think that's uh is that earlier on when he first escapes from it might be it might be yeah i don't have the film i definitely definitely remember just to be in a pair of trousers and uh he does a yeah. little dance and he's singing a little um Oh yeah, what's the song he's singing? Something actually? about nuts. It's something about nuts. Yeah. Oh god, I can't remember what it was. But yeah, he's just Yeah, just doing his little doing his little jig, singing a song. 
because the way oh. the, tr- the trousers go, they're flippity floppity flippity, and I'm trying to imagine an actual person in those <laughs> doing do, walking or running like that, and it would it would look even worse. Like imagine it was just a story about a, a killer or a, a psych a psychopathic uh, scientist, it's just mad, and he's running. Yeah chasing like a looney tunes <laughs> character yeah it's, it don't really fit does it it's, it doesn't uh, fit no it's difficult to take him seriously as a, a, a scary villain in that regard You know, like I say, he establishes very quickly that he's invisible, and shortly after that, that he's going crazy because of it, or as a side effect of it. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that's that is pretty much it. It's the 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 police are trying to hunt him down. Yeah. And or he's, well, gonna go fully mad, um, and his friends are gonna trying to get to him before something you know too drastic happens or whatever yeah it is it it is pretty simple and like i said it just felt like there was a few rinse and repeat scenes oh i've just found the scene with the trousers oh you found it where where is it how far along we looking um it's just after the (laughs) just after the bit where he's swinging the chap round by his ankles 50 oh wait 5340. Oh, it's that far on. It's after when the police yeah. have just... So this is when the police have just tried to first corner him in Kemp's house. Yeah. Um, Where they're all linked up in arms doing hands across America. Um, 54... Yeah, 54 minutes even. Here we go gathering nuts in May. Is what is That's, it. That's <laughs> it. Here we go gathering nuts in May. Nuts in May. Nuts in May. <laughs> Well, I've just I just accidentally clicked on fifty five forty, just to try and get close to it, and I've got to the train scene, and I forgot how he just he storms into the uh uh the control room, knocks out the guy working there, changes the direction of the tracks, and then the train just <laughs> the model train. Bear in mind, the model train just <laughs> right or like it's a massacre, just absolutely kills maybe a hundred people yeah just uh, oh, I, I love the uh the knockout acting though when he hits the guy with a lamp oh god yeah yeah <laughs> um and then i think before that we've also got this is this is his rampage isn't it moment this is yeah. his amp- where he um there's a hill hillside with a uh, wood really badly made wooden fence and he's just pushing people just pushing people down the hill Whoop, there goes another <laughs> one oh hey do you know what? I gotta say, the voice, the voice acting, the the um, uh, voice over acting, because obviously it's you know it's probably ADR recorded separately. It doesn't sound like it's cheaply done in like a booth somewhere or a studio somewhere. Mm. Sometimes you get that with bad ADR in films where it sounds yeah. like yeah, this is this is definitely voiced over. It sounds like it's been recorded live there on set. Yeah, I'd be interesting to see. Uh, there must be some documentaries about how this was made. It'd be interesting to see just how they did it. Mm. Uh, 
I mean, I guess I guess, I guess with most ADR, it's because they've they they go back over it and they go, oh, we didn't quite get that line. We yeah. need you to come in yeah. and we can you know get it for clarity or whatever. I guess the difference with this is they always knew that it was going to be mm. invisible and yep. be, this is what they'd be doing. So I didn't expect but, Kemp to die. I didn't. I didn't expect it to actually pay off in Kemp's death. Mm. In quite a brutal way, he gets again. They they use this hill a lot. Uh, this this mountainside. Uh, Kemp's tied up in the car, gets pushed off. Car explodes it down explodes. the hill. Explodes like a Hans Molman hitting a tree. Just boom. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, the event and they eventually collar him, and he's he's been asleep in a a barn. Yes, um, he f- yeah, he falls asleep in the farmer's barn. The farmer uh, contacts the police and is going to get his thousand pound reward. Will mm-hmm. that? But the thing is, they set this barn alight. Is that going to help him? Is that going to afford a new barn? I mean, a thousand pounds is probably quite a lot back then. So yeah, I think he'd probably. Well, he'd get a barn and a, a you know, slap up meal and a trip to the theater and <laughs> yeah, the pictures, the the, the talkies. <laughs> But yeah, they uh, uh, scream and still uh, enough to ride the trolley <laughs> all the way up to the pier. And <laughs> Only with an onion tied to his belt, though. <laughs> um, yeah, they capture him at the end. Uh, thankfully, a nice I mean, blizzard bookended uh, yeah. with a blizzard. This film, it is, it is, and the snow is obviously his downfall. But yeah, they basically just burn him out, smoke <laughs> him just, out. Yeah, just set fire to the building <laughs> he's in, and wait to see some footprints. And they've surround they surrounded the barn like before all police all around the barn so he can't get away. What I like though is the effect when he walks out the barn he just walks to the police op- the the well the main police officer the the officer with the with, uh, the chief officer mm-hmm. and you see his footsteps in the snow and what's quite cool how they did that I think they had a false floor underneath where they would pull away uh wood little wood oh, okay. footprints with fake snow which which would leave the imprint. Um, and then he gets popped. He does. He gets popped. Now, the bit after this really annoyed me a little bit when he's in the hospital. The doctor, oh, he's because he's still invisible, yeah. and the doctor can give a diagnosis on him as to how his lungs are doing. Because apparently he was shot in the lungs, but he's invisible in the bed. How mm-hmm. the doctor can see this or know this i i don't know um yeah because... i mean the 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 rules of the invisibility are a little bit hazy i mean he smokes earlier and you don't see the smoke um yeah yeah we're giving rules at the beginning aren't we a little bit like i uh, know at the beginning when he's at kemp's he's talking to kemp mm. about his rules in the way how like when he eats uh, until the food is digested you can see the food Mm. Which I quite like that. I quite like that. That somehow the digestion makes the food disappear. Yeah. Um, but if but, that's the case, you'd see the stomach acid, presumably. Like you can't see any yeah. of the bodily fluids. Um, Dirty but we do, nails. We do have a nice little, uh, a nice little effect when he when he dies. We're essentially told that when he dies, the the effects of the drug will wear off completely. Oh, um, in the hospital. And, yeah. And we get a nice little reverse invisibility yeah it becomes visible again but it starts yeah. with like his skeleton 
So we see we get the skull and then the face imposes. It's a little bit like the opposite of Imhotep's death in the Mummy, where we he oh, sort yeah. of fades yeah, yeah, to you're the right. skeleton. We get the skeleton coming back to full. Um, and then I was a little bit disappointed for No Swan Lake to be to be honest in this. I was gonna say the well the only <laughs> ones we got it with. At the beginning, I believe, was Dracula and the Mummy. I don't think we got mm-hmm. it at Frankenstein. Yeah, we? no, we didn't. We didn't. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of expecting it. And for it not to be a, a, like a famous piece of classical music, I was kind of like, oh, that's a bit of a shame. Because, um, I, I mean, I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I didn't think it was anything too, too special. Certainly nothing recognisable. No. But, yeah. No. That is was the Invisible Man. Yeah, um, good film. I would recommend oh, it. I think I'd watch it. I think I'd watch it again. I think I would. Yeah, and I think I, I would. definitely. I think I would watch it again. Just to, like I said, I don't know whether it was. It was maybe me just being a little tired or whatever when I was mm. watching it last night. That I kind of in the second half just drifted a little bit and sort of went, oh, you know, mm-hmm. lost. Mm kind of lost the thread of what was what exactly what was going on um so i would watch it again to give it a, a fair crack of the whip um but yeah i think going back to our rating from earlier it's it's better than the mummy yes but yes but i think frankenstein's still top of the top of the heap as far as i'm concerned at the minute agreed agreed yeah um and yeah, I would recommend it. I'd, I mean, I'd recommend the, all these films, if I'm honest. Even though we said Mummy yeah. is slow. Because they're quick. This was an hour and 11, I think. Yeah, hour and 11 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They, they are nice and short. And it's that is definitely a, a breath of fresh air. And I was something I was thinking about yesterday. Um, yeah. It is nice that they finish. Uh, they, they get straight in. They get straight to the point of what's going on. You get your story and it's all wrapped up in yeah sixty minutes. It's they yeah. really they are they are easy watches, even you know the the sort of least favorite ones so far. Um, they're not difficult to watch. No, and I think what's like we said earlier on how you just get straight into it. That's what is great about these films. Yeah. There is no waffle. There's no over-the-top exposition at the beginning. No, well, char- no stories about characters we don't care about. Just into no it. Need, yeah, straight into it. And I was thinking, because, you know, it's kind of... It's a it's a common a common thing that's said these days that we, we've got short... Overall, we've got shorter attention spans. Yes. Whether it's, you know, yeah. social media's fault or whatever it might be, you know, generally, we've got shorter... Atten- we're told... And I believe it to be true to a certain extent we've got yeah. shorter attention spans yet all our cinema is like two hours plus of nonsense filler and guff oh yeah so what were people's attention spans like back in the 30s when they were knocking out these films in an hour and going right that's it that's a quick story <laughs> it's like the cliff notes version you know what i mean i mean just as a comparison what what is the running time of that invisible man from 2020 um I'm gonna say at least over two hours. I'd say two two five. Right. Let's have a look. I'm. Go- I haven't looked. I'm just gonna assume. The Invisible Man, 2020. Uh, two hours five. Two Shut hours up. five. Are you, are you serious? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, hand on my new Freddy vs. Jason Hart shirt. I did not know that. I promise you. You must have seen it. I you pro- must have seen it. I promise you, I did not. All right, well, you know. That's... Good, get, good that's guess, inc- then. God, <laughs> God, I'm amazing. But, but that's, that's twice, or almost twice the uh the length of the nineteen thirty three version. Um Yeah you know? twice. Yeah that's Yeah because they've got to make it more in depth. We've got to have every character you know developed. I mean what the the other sort of famous well famous the the other sort of more modern Invisible Man was obviously was uh Two thousands Hollow Man. Yeah, he's gonna Bacon. say it. Yeah, <laughs> we had to get it in. We had to get it mentioned. That's a rough um, film, and that's. I mean, that's an hour and fifty. It's also not uh, that good. <laughs> no, I know. It's not. There's also a sequel to it, which I didn't realize. Shut up! There is what there, Hollow Man Two. Yeah, two thousand six. It's Christian Slater and Kevin Bacon. What? No, mm. I'm not having that. It's there, it's there, oh, but no. um, but yeah, they're both clocking in at sort of double, double the length to to do a worse job of telling the same story. There you go. Seeing you're just so fascinated by that, by it. There you go. <laughs> the double feature. <laughs> I had. If no I can idea. only get it on a t-shirt. I had oh you will be able to I had no idea and I'm really Hollow Man t-shirt we're gonna get all the shitty horror film but so I had no idea Hollow Man was a Paul Verhoeven film and that's really upsetting because Paul Verhoeven folks if you don't know who Paul Verhoeven is he has one of the greatest trilogies that's not a trilogy in cinema Being um, Robocop, yeah, Starship Troopers, yeah, and Hollow Man. <laughs> the, <laughs> the joke there was meant to be Showgirls. <laughs> no, Total Recall, oh, folks. God, yeah. <laughs> total Recall. Um, yeah, all in the span of ten years, those three films, um, and then tacked on at the end, Hollow Man. Yeah. So, oh wait, what we what's this? What we got here? What we got here? Oh, hello. We got some merch. We got some merch. Kind of, oh, that's so t-shirt. shit. <laughs> that's so shit. Um, yes, but it exists. That's the God. point. God, it looks awful. It's awful. Oh, you can get it on a mug. You can get it on a sticker. You on a hoodie. T public. It's. Uh, oh, oh, actually, is that a? That's the logo. Yeah. It's a, a promo t-shirt with a logo on it. Oh, no. And there oh, are some What are we doing? Vintage 2000 Hollow Man t-shirt. On... Vintage. I mean... Vintage. It's out there, mate. It's Classic. Out there. Absolute classic. Um, oh. One one other point. I just before we wrap things up, I just found out finally that we talked about at the beginning. Uh, mm. It's not the National Rifle Association. Oh, good, right, okay. I've been looking at this for so long. I've been looking for this. It's National Recovery Administration. Um, 
National Recovery Administration, NRA, was a prime agency established by U.S. President Roosevelt in 1933, same year. The goal of the administration was to eliminate cutthroat competition by bringing industry, labor, and government together to create codes of fair practices and set oh, okay. prices. So, so it was like a labor union for yeah. the crew, I guess, for the, 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 yeah, the crew of the movies and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that makes more sense than the National Raffle Association. <laughs> That's a little bit, doesn't it? Um, but but it's uh, you know it's a fair it's a fair um, leap to make given there is know, a, there is a gun in the film, <laughs> so you know sponsored so all firearms in this movie <laughs> provided by our friends at the NRA National Rifle Association. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, right. Well, that is that's part four, then, of our Monsters of Universal series. That is part four. So what is next? In, the Monsters, got, um, in the Monsters of in Universal. In the Monsters series. of Universal. Yeah, yeah. What well, will be our next one? Ada, that's such a good question. Um, Thank you. That's a really good And I'm really glad. Universal. Universal. Uh, film. It's a really good question, and I'm really glad you yeah, asked yeah, it. Like, um, I, I did. Um, I mean, I'll ask it again if you need to buy a little bit more time well, while I, Google I don't, search loads. I don't loads. need to do that. I mean, <laughs> just because the Blu-ray box set's downstairs, what do you think? Mm. I don't. You think I don't remember the lineup? You're. I mean, that, that's next, rude. You're dis- if, You're rude. Um, just, I know. I'm sure you know. Oh, obviously, obviously, it's the Bride of Frankenstein, it's 1935. The Bride of the bride so in theory frankenstein part two we're going into now um i say in theory because i have no two. idea i've never seen it is this another one you've never seen as well i've not seen this one either. awesome awesome so we're going fresh faced into a brand new installment mm-hmm. of the monsters of universal so that will be next time and that will be because we've we've pretty much filled up october that will be coming in november early november yeah yeah keep, uh, Keep a weather eye on the horizon for that one. Yeah, Brother Frank's in um, November. Um, yeah. Uh, again, highly recommend. Go check these out. Go check the other. Un- I mean, we're we half we halfway through now. We are halfway through now. There's eight, isn't there at all? Yep. Yeah, we are halfway through. Even, well, the eight through. on the eight on the box set that we picked uh, yeah. to use for this yeah. series. We could be here forever if we were going through one by one on their release. Um. But we are not. So, yeah. Not. Um, again, to reiterate uh, what's coming up on the channel and the podcast and all that jazz that's related to us. Um, the films of October will be Saw 10 when we get around to seeing it. These are no hard dates apart from the final uh, film of October. So Saw 10, Final Destination 1, Idle Hands. Looking forward to that one. I love that film. You've never seen that, right? I've not seen it, no. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of it. I roughly know what it's about, but no, I've never actually watched it. It goes hand in hand <laughs> with uh, uh-huh. Final, Final Destination because of uh, Devin Sawyer being in both films. Um, I don't think Seth Green is in Final Seth Green's not in Final Destination, no. But he's in Idle Hands. Of, no. And the offspring are in uh, Idle Hands, so that's great. Um, and we'll be finishing uh, October with Halloween 6, the one you've all been waiting for, The Cult of Thorn. <laughs> Halloween 6. Hall- <laughs> <laughs> we went from Halloween Kills, Halloween Resurrection, to Halloween 6. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it was totally deliberate. 4.7 4. out of 10 on IMDb, 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, We're bringing poor, out the, the big hitters. One of the poor Rudd's finest moments. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I think while I'm going to do that, before watching it, I'm going to go 4, 5, and 6, because I love 4. 4 is one of my favorite uh-huh. Halloween films. So just to get the... Because there's a little bit of backstory from 4 and 5 that go into 6, but not much. Um, 3.5 out of 5 <laughs> audience hey, reviews. Hey, 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 Texas Chainsaw 4 was a 3.3 hey. out of 10. Okay. What? No, that's too high. Um, <laughs> How dare you? Look, I, I'm. I, this is fine. I think it was my decision, wasn't it? To do. I think it was. Really, I think I believe I said something along the lines of, "Let's do that really shit one. <laughs> Let's do that really mental one with yeah, the cult." Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, that's our October for you guys. Um, again, I mentioned the uh, social medias, uh, Twitter and Instagram the underscore dreadcast and i am i want to start the tiktok soon so stay tuned to the those social medias for that we'll see what i can do with that and you can also find this podcast on spotify apple google amazon podbean yes that's it all by searching the dreadcast and all our past episodes and past content and there's always the mailbag if you want us to drop us a, an email drop us a line via the dreadcast pod at gmail.com What's um, that? The dreadcastpod at gmail.com. Nothing As new ever. this week. No spam. We, well, you know, getting that word out there. Maybe one day we'll okay. get uh, we'll get some more messages because, you know, we always want to hear from you guys. Uh, in the meantime, like, share, subscribe, and all that jazz. Oh, oh, um, oh, actually, one thing I haven't checked just quickly. I haven't checked the actual YouTube channel to see how we're doing. Uh, any more comments on Laura? No new comments on there, but we are up to 357 subscribers, so that's awesome. So thank you, everyone, for that. Yeah, thank if you, you're still everyone. Listening. That is brilliant. Um, and go back, check out our last week's episode, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4, Next Generation. Listen to how batshit crazy that film is. And yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Until next time, guys. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.